Hi, and welcome to another episode of Melbourne Loop. Um, I'm actually, my name's Aleha, first of all, um, and I'm with Katie, who is from our Positive Behaviour Support Team. How are you going, Katie? Um, great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, so we thought um, it would be a good idea today to um, use our podcast to sort of talk about a really important topic, which is the importance of self-care during COVID-19. Um, so I guess what I was thinking is, you know, obviously the world has changed a lot during the pandemic and, you know, we're sort of in this new normal. Um, and when the world sort of feels out of control, you can feel pretty powerless. Um, but it does help, I think, to focus on what you do have control over. Um, so I thought we'd take this um, opportunity to speak to you, Katie, just to explore that a little bit more and um, just to talk about that, especially in relation to people who are, in fact, carers themselves or pa- or maybe even parents or, or even support workers who are working in the disability sector. Um, so... Like, why do you think um, looking after yourself both physically and emotionally is as important as ever, especially for people who do have caring responsibility for others? Mm. Uh, look, that is a particularly important factor during the current climate. Um, it is really important to take some time out uh, each day to look after yourself. Look, if... Um, if, if you don't look after yourself, then you're not going to be able to look after the people that you support. Um, you may yourself be feeling anxious or scared or, or even restless, but it's important to recognise how you're feeling and to understand that those feelings are completely normal. Uh, I guess the key really is to try and get on top of it before it gets on top of you. So... The people that um, we support will be looking to us for cues on how to manage their own worries. So it's really important to stay calm and to manage your your own anxieties. Um, oh, yeah. So if you, if you are feeling particularly worried or anxious at you know at this time, which which you would have to admit would be quite normal, mm-hmm. what what do you think is best to do, or what should you do? Look, as humans, we are all really hardwired to be social creatures and, um, you know, we are afraid of the unknown and isolating ourselves so that we don't spread or catch the virus is not a natural way of living. Um, And this enforced uh, isolation can make many of us feel like we're not not in control. So it's these these feelings that, that are underpinning many people's anxiety at the moment. So... What I would suggest is uh, if people are feeling particularly worried or, or if they're feeling anxious, try and just stop what you're doing. Um, you know, if you're on a shift and, and you feel overwhelmed, try, go to another room, even hide in the bathroom if that's what you need to do and, and take a few deep breaths and, and try to really regulate yourself before you resume your work. Look, I would also suggest that it is really important to seek um, additional support when you feel you need it. So if you feel that the stress and the anxiety of, of the coronavirus is really impacting on you, um, then please do reach out to your manager uh, or for confidential support. You can access Melba's 
Employee Assistance Program and they'll be able to help you as well. Yeah, that's. I think that's really great, um, really practical advice. Um, so what, what other practical things or even strategies do you think someone can actually build into their own day to, to just even help feel a bit more calm or even, um, even more rejuvenated than what they might be feeling at the moment? Mm-hmm. Look, we would recommend um, that, you know, everybody try and practice relaxation. Um, use meditation or mindfulness if that's something you're comfortable with and, and that'll give your body a chance to settle and readjust to a calm state. So there are some really great links um, to websites on the Melbourne Net under the Coronavirus tab which details a range of different relaxation strategies and mindfulness methods that, that you can use. I would also recommend creating a predictable structure for the day Structure and routines help people to understand what to expect every day. So keep bedtimes and mealtimes regular um, and keep normal existing and healthy routines like getting up, brushing teeth and having a bath before bed. So keep those in place to, um, to normalise things. Um, where you can get people to go outside and, and get some physical activity if it's possible um, and create time to contacting family and friends, have some time for learning, but also have some some free time. Uh, One of the most important factors, I think, would be uh, to encourage supportive people to stay socially connected, even while they're remaining physically distant. So even though people can't get out very much, there are many ways to remain socially connected. Staff can support people to schedule time each day to connect with their loved ones. They can make phone calls or send text messages. They could use video calls like Skype or FaceTime or WhatsApp. Um, And be creative. Um, You know, you could make little videos and send them via email or via social media and, you know, talk to your neighbours, obviously, while maintaining a a (laughs) distance. So... Yeah, there are many, many ways um, with technology that we are able to maintain those social connections and uh, we would encourage all staff to support um, the people that we support to to maintain those. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think um, especially, you know, the use of technology to keep social, you know, our social contacts is, you know, so, so important and can just see them with our mood. So like even if you just have a really quick chat to someone you haven't spoken to for a little while can just make a really massive, big positive difference, can't it? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so just um, finally, I just want to ask you, what, what, can you, what do you think can help a person, um, especially a person who is a carer or a, per, or a parent or, or a support worker, stay focused and even stayed quite logical with their thinking, even if at times they might feel like something's slightly out of, out of control, which, which would be quite normal and, and expected um, during these times. Yeah, look, at, look, it is very easy to become overwhelmed, but I think it's important that uh, we try and keep things in perspective. Um, it, it, look, I think it's incredibly important that we lead by example. So. Um, the supportive people will be looking to, to us to see how we deal with stress. 
and they will take their cues from how we're behaving. So try to show them that, that you are calm and talk to them to, uh, sorry, talk to them about other things other than COVID-19. Talk to them about what they're looking forward to, what activities they'd like to do at home and, and even encourage them to talk with you about what's worrying them. So um, don't be afraid um, to talk about the coronavirus with the people that we support either. Um, look, given the, the extensive media coverage and the increasing number of people that are wearing these face masks in public, it's not surprising that um, many of the people we support are aware of, of the virus. Mm. Um, so I think providing opportunities to answer their questions in an honest uh, but developmentally appropriate way um, will help to reduce any anxiety that they're experiencing. So, And I would imagine that that would help, like especially um, having kind of those regular check-in conversations about how someone might be feeling, especially around COVID is important to, you know, make sure that someone's just doing okay in general. Um, wouldn't you, would you say that? or? Well, absolutely. Look, I, I think it's, you know, letting the, the people that we support know that, look, it is normal to experience some of this anxiety. Um, you know, we all experience that in new um, and stressful situations and to provide that reassurance that, um, you know, that, that those feelings are normal. Um, we can try to give supported people a, a more of a sense of control, I guess, by, mm. by explaining what they can do to remain safe. So reinforcing that, you know, washing our hands regularly and staying away from people who are coughing or sneezing. But we don't want to try and overwhelm people with unnecessary um, information. So keep it relevant to the person and their needs. But one thing I think that um, would be beneficial is to really turn the volume down on, on bad news at this moment. So we're all seeing and hearing lots of negative information um, and hearing that can heighten our feelings of anxiety. So while it's important to, to stay informed, um, it might also be useful to limit how much COVID-19 news um, the supported people are exposed to. Um, some of the people we support can become easily overwhelmed. So try um, and be positive and reassure them that, you know, we will um, all get through this crisis together. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's wonderful advice. I'm just so, so thankful that you could join us and just, you know, share, share some really great advice and useful strategies that I think we can, you know, that many of us can actually build into our day. So thank you very much. Katie. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in to another great episode of The Melba Loop. Um, we hope to bring you another interesting episode quite soon on, on what I'm sure will be another really interesting topic. Um, and please don't forget to subscribe to um, our podcast either on iTunes or SoundCloud. Have a great day.